Hello everybody, how are you doing? Welcome to episode 58, that's another non-prime, of the Fetch Everyone weekly podcast. Good morning folks, fetcheveryone.com is a free website for runners, bikers, swimmers and everyone else. Some websites put their best features behind a paywall. We don't do that. Everything is free for everybody. Visit fetcheveryone.com forward slash podcast with all your comments, questions and suggestions. And uh, yeah, and I've now done the intro. So I will now speak to my lovely wife, Katie. How are you, Katie? And where are you? And Uh, how's that new cough? I'm here. We're not doing any jokes about the coronavirus, are we? No, I'm, I, do, I'm sorry. I don't have a cough. I have never had a cough. No. Well, okay, that's not true. I've not got a cough. I'm all yeah. good. And I've not had a cough within the last uh, no uh, several months. Not for, no. for, not for donkey's years, actually. But yeah. no. So yeah, we're all we're all good at the moment, aren't we? Yeah, we're all good. And but how could it not be part of? The, the conversation this week really I yeah. mean I, I know I'm I'm the sort of person who would make little jokes about it but it's yes you are I am yeah I had a conversation with my parents in Wales over FaceTime uh, where my mum said if you want a sensible answer get in touch with me <laughs> if you want to talk to play silly buggers then uh, ask your dad for an answer because uh, mm. he's if he gets coronavirus he's planning to see it off with a, a, a tot of whiskey and uh, yeah you know that sort of thing so he's yeah he's always been one to uh, look on the on the bright side and uh, mm. ignore all medical advice yes. <laughs> no but uh, they're all okay and I hope uh, all of your Friends and family are all okay as well. Fetchies are not uh, too worried about uh, what's happening. But um, yeah. yeah, cool. Where were we? How are you? Are you here, Katie? I'm here. Yeah. I said that. Yeah. I'm here. Just uh, I'm okay. I have had a reasonable week in terms of um, you know training. Coming back to that old that old subject. Yeah. I've managed three swims and three one run, one walks run walks. Uh, and some core work and some glute work to try and get everything back strong again. Because yeah. I'm, I'm feeling a bit like it's a bit weak at the moment. Um, and I've done more driving when I've needed to, although I'm really enjoying just walking places when I can. Mm. But I drove my mum over to see her sister yesterday afternoon. Her sister is in a care home um, in Alsey. And it's a really nice care home, actually, um, with two cats as residents, as well as other residents. Um, And probably the sweetest thing that that I've heard in connection to coronavirus was um, listening through the door as my mum helped my auntie go to the loo and then helped my auntie wash her hands. And so my mum did two actual verses of happy birthday to you where she washed her own hands and so that version was happy birthday to Jenny and then she did and when she was getting my auntie to wash her hands she did two verses of happy birthday with uh, Madeline as the name so (laughs) it was really sweet listening to that through the door um so mum's really trying to help my auntie to remember um 
what to do with her own hand washing um, because I think care homes can be quite a um, a place where things spread quickly mm. sort of understandably it happens so yeah yeah but she was really sweet and calm yesterday and we had a nice visit with her so that was good just in case they they do lock down the care home this week yeah good. yeah good stuff and um your back cope with the driving is you've although it's it's a you said it was a little bit achy after your swim this morning but mm. you've had days like when I, when I got back yesterday you said it's really good yeah so yeah, it was good yesterday. you're having days when it's good yeah so. it was. yeah I think in in general it's a lot better and I'm I think I'm almost starting to move without thinking too much which is is a good thing but it just makes me every so often I think oh just just keep a bit of an eye on that hmm. but no generally all good Awesome. Um, and I might be coming into a, another rest period anyway. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. Good. Uh, what about you? What's your uh, training been like this week? Well, so rewind to two weeks ago and I only ran once during the week. Um, it was the week where I go up and have time with the boy um, and lots of stuff got in the way. Um, we actually had a hospital appointment, I think, for him on one of those days, so... Um, so I only ran once during that week and, and this time round I've run twice during the week so it's a, an improvement it's not as good as I'd like it to be um, but it's certainly better and the running itself was pretty decent um, the, and I did a swim as well and the good news from my swim was I did a, a kilometre and checked my time at the kilometre mark and I actually took about 20 seconds off my fastest kilometre time since in this new bout of swimming that's good um that's really good yeah so i'm down to something like twenty five forty seven. i think it is now for my kilometer which i know is by some people's standards it's, it's pretty sluggish but no. i'm only judging myself on my own standards and it's an improvement for me so yeah no that's good yeah it's really um, good and then i carried on and did another 12 lengths until katie was ready to get out so um i'm yeah, kind of enjoying it at the moment. So yeah, I tried um, doing some sculling. I think on that day, didn't I? I think I did. I had a go at some skulls. You were in a lane with a man with. Oh, he had very broad shoulders. Yes. And he was doing a sort of a, a, a very wide backstroke as well. So you were having to sort of. It's like a it's like a backstroke breaststroke. So it's it's like breaststroke, arms and legs, but on your back. And his hands were pretty much, when he was at full kind of maximum breaststroke reach, were pretty much touching the lane ropes on either side of the lane. So it was quite, I felt like I was really running the gauntlet when I was getting past him. Yeah. Um, so it was, it, it was a bit tricky with him in the lane, I have to be honest. Some um, people swim through the, the lane like um, little dolphins just you know, yeah. whizzing through it. And others are like sea eagles just battering their way through the yeah through the waves so it's amazing how many different styles of swimming there are yes yeah i am um, i was in a lane on my own today and um i'm usually quite good at looking up and just checking every so often that that, that you know if there's someone waiting has just got in at the at the shallow end to start their swim and i just i don't know i was totally and utterly in the in the moment of my swimming <laughs> and I nearly went lit straight into someone who was yeah. sitting at the end of the lane waiting to start their swim and I <laughs> I did that sort of 
kind of shrieky thing. <laughs> I kind of <laughs> stopped and backpedaled in a swimming style and went, oh, I'm really sorry. Um, poor guy, was uh, he was he looked quite scared because I was obviously barreling towards him yeah. um, without any kind of notion that I needed to, to slow down. So. I just kind of uh, stand around nervously on the edge if I'm about to join a lane with someone and, and wait till they've actually clocked me because mm. I when I swim these days I don't wear contact lenses. I used to wear my lenses underneath my goggles, but mm. I've stopped doing that. Um, so my, my vision is, is not great beyond a, a certain distance. Mm. It all gets a bit fuzzy. So some of the time, like last time, I didn't even realise that the lady I was sharing a lane with had got out for a few lengths. You know, mm. you, you're still sort of like swimming up and yeah. down, searching for the other person. Yeah, definitely. Um, but good times. And I saw a, a YouTube video of um, bog snorkelling in, uh, in Mid Wales. There's the, the bog snorkelling championships. Mm. Do you fancy uh, that? It was tempting, yeah. You, had to, you weren't allowed to use any recognised swimming stroke while you did it. So you, you propel yourself. You had fins on mm. uh, and there's this just long trench... Looks mm. like it's about 100 metres long. Mm. And you just get in. There's loads of people lined up laughing mm. at you and um, people come from all over the world to, to do it. Mm. Um, so, yeah, maybe. I do not fancy that. That's the one thing in outdoor swimming that doesn't massively appeal to me. Yeah. Yeah. Why is that? Then? Is it the sort of... The, the very, very muddiness of it all? Yeah, I think so, yeah. It, it looked very watery. It didn't look like... Mm. It was like treacle or anything. It, it looked like water, like proper water, not. Yeah, it's not why I do outdoor swimming though. To put my head down into murky water and yeah, and not not look up and not see any you know anything other than the sides of a trench. <laughs> <laughs> That's not my reasons for doing outdoor swimming. So. Yeah, well, that geezer with the big shoulders could probably just wump himself along by grabbing each side. He, he would have probably, been probably yeah world champion, I guess, at that. Yeah. So that's my that's my thing. Um, and the other bit of news for me is um, I'm sure lots of you have had races cancelled, um, but Newport Marathon confirmed on Sunday that they were cancelling. Um, and that's interesting bit of news for me because I'd resigned myself to not doing it and I'd missed the cutoff for transferring my place to someone else. So I'd resigned myself to not getting my money back from it either. Uh, now I have 224 days to train for it again. So it's not the best weekend though, is it? That's what I looked at. No, it's technically it's a week when I have the boy. Yeah. Um so whether or not he'd be willing or interested in uh, mm. coming down to stand around in a lay by while I <laughs> Yeah, he might do. He like he really enjoyed Boston, didn't he? Yeah, he enjoyed dressing up as the strawberry so in Boston. So yeah. slip him a tenner, he might be up for it again. You never <laughs> never know. Um but anyway, so Obviously, it all depends on how much we're all allowed out to do our training over the next few months. But um, there was on the one thing I noticed was Trin posting to say that um, she'd been um, stopped by a policeman in Spain who yeah. told her that running was not allowed. Mm. Um, but she's later posted to say that dog walking for the benefit of the dog is allowed. Yeah. So you're not allowed to use the dog as an excuse to go out for a walk but she was smiling at that because the dog can't really tell the policeman no what the purpose of the yeah so Stephen might be upping his mileage if I might have to rules. fashion some kind of um 
dog carrying device if I want to go running with my dog because what about a skateboard (laughs) would her legs reach off the edge no okay (laughs) she'd just have to be sort of clamped onto it and I don't think she'd enjoy that much but I think she'd be all right if she was you know attached to me she looked pretty mint in those uh, sort of um, elbow pads and a little that's true little helmet that is true she would suit that yeah. um, what do you think like a, a, a towing a skateboard behind you with a bungee cord yeah um, that'd work yeah I'm walking my dog for her benefit look at her terrified face yeah she's speed sniffing mm. so there we go so that's us so how about you lot dear fetchies um well minardi tb and itg all say yes please to the android app so uh and fen and flyer said uh you know you actually apologize for making all this work for me on my blog um but uh more news on that in a little bit but it's nice to see that more people have asked for the app um there is a feature request for it and i think 78 people have upvoted it um so more on that in a bit anyway um, Mrs. Jiggs has been fastidiously washing her elbows after mm. I questioned whether people wash their elbows in the in the shower or not. Yeah. So that's good news. So if we see Mrs. Jiggs soon, I'll be sure to give her a, an elbow bump. And Vancouver Jogger has actually managed to listen all the way through this time and not fall asleep, which is awesome. And also useful because he was running at the time. So yeah. that's good. Um so thank you very much for all your comments. Please come along and say something about it or uh, request something for it or whatever. Um, we love to hear all about that. And I have been trying to keep up with doing the sidebar um, so that you've got all your links and highlights just there ready for you. So I think I did it last week. Might not have done it the week before. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, do you want yeah. to talk about your site features? Yeah, okay. So right back to that Android uh, app then. So... Thursday, I had a self-imposed lockdown to um, to work on the Android app. So I was determined not to do any other site work at all because it's very easy to get distracted and, and disappear down another rabbit hole somewhere. Um, but I, I sort of shut everything else out and got on with uh, trying to build the app. So I... I spent most of my Thursday working day on it and then uh, quite a few more hours on Friday as well. So I'm probably up to sort of 10 or 12 hours of development on it and it's going reasonably well. I've got it to the point now where um, I've replicated all the screens from the uh, from the iPhone version. So in terms of functionality, it is the, the first release will be just a very basic um a gps tracking app so you you log in you press start you go for a run you press stop at the end and then it sends it to fetch as a sort of gps run um but um one of the things that i wanted to mention was the the review for the iphone app that um my boy spotted earlier on this week yeah <laughs> Not um, the nicest of, of things. Um, so I'll, I'll read it out and then uh, I'll, I'll offer some, uh, some more comments on that. And it's, it says as follows. It hurts me because I love fetcheveryone.com, but this has got to be one of the most useful apps ever. No, sorry, useless apps ever. 
that really kind of changes the tone, doesn't it? Um, despite having an interface using eight base colors and a total of four rectangles, and with a number of functions you can count on your fingers and have plenty of digits to spare, it manages somehow to do everything wrong. Do you like to log your excursions? See where you ended up? Use all the cool and fun functions on the website? Question mark. Use anything else? Exclamation mark. A stopwatch and GMAP's pedometer will work better. Do you like frustration and having all joy sucked out of your training? Then this is for you. I th tell you what, I'm going to put that on the packaging for the new app. Do you like frustration and having all joy sucked out of your training? Then download this this app now. But Aww. so I'm I'm just going to pick up the fact that the person says that they love fetch everyone. So that's a positive. Yeah, and they're clearly disappointed by the fact that it has a few bugs in it. And it yes, it does. Um, so the pause button doesn't work, or rather the pause button does work, but once you've used it, the resume button doesn't then work. That's um, true. So I have had that happen to me recently. That's kind of critical. And there's another bug where when you get to the end, if you don't have a mobile signal, it just disappears into the ether and your, your training is gone. So yeah, I know it's pretty, pretty uh, flawed in that respect. Um, the issue I, I, I took with the review is that I've always been really keen to get people's feedback directly. Um, yeah. And if the person had come and said that to me, we would have talked about it. I would have, you know, tried to sort out the problem and or, or at least put it on my list. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just laughing at the fact that I've raised this issue with you personally. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well... I, so one thing at a time. That wasn't my review, Petchies. <laughs> no, so <laughs> I think what this person is saying is that they were expecting the app to do more than yes. it, it does. Yeah, have more um, functions. And my pushback on that is that the website is now pretty much mobile optimised. Um, most of the main pages all work pretty well on mobile. So in terms of looking at what you've done after you've completed a run or a ride or whatever, um, the site will work pretty well on your mobile. So there is no need for an app to replicate all of that because everybody's got a browser on their phone. You just open up the browser and go to the site and you can see everything that you've done. And I, th there's no point in me duplicating any of that stuff. Um, but what I the point I do take on board is that there's opportunities for the apps to be able to do things that the site cannot do. So for example, um, and a couple of you mentioned this in comments, um, to be able to, while you're out and about, see how far you are from the nearest Concursize zone, to uh, see a live update of your Who Squares Wins grid and see whether you've actually made it into that square or not, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, to get uh, help on a, if you're following a particular route, it would be nice for it to be able to say, um, you've strayed from the route or you're, you're on the route and you're 20% mm. through it or whatever. Um, or another feature um, is where, like if you're running a race and people want to track you, mm. something that will send updates back to the site that says, this person has made it to mile two in 20 minutes or whatever. Mm. Um, so there's definitely room for things that the site cannot do. Katie, yes. Um, I think the other thing that it could do is the, you know, the your fetch mile thing. It could tell you when you're, when you've done a, a fetch mile of somebody's. 
Like a ping Little or something. Ping. Yeah. You've just done Katie's Bandstand to Bridge Mile. Yeah. I'm only quoting that one because it's the only one I, I know. Although I did one of yours at Parkrun. Oh. Did you? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Cool. Oh, actually, yeah, you signed my guest book. I did. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Yeah. So... That that's the that's the cutoff. I don't want to replicate stuff from the website, but I'm I am interested in looking at new things that the apps can do to add to the experience for you as users. So I'm going to carry on with the Android app for now. Mm. I'm going to get it up and beyond the level that the iPhone app is at. Mm. Um, so working pause button. Um, that would be awesome. Uh, a, a handsome failure if there's no. Um, no mobile signal, so it would just store yes. it until that comes back and, yeah. then, and then send it up or we'll keep did you trying. Call that? A handsome failure. Oh. Yeah. Very good. <laughs> I, think, I, I think I've made that name up as a, as a, you know, to describe dealing with something that goes wrong and, and doing it in a, in a good way. There's probably a better term for it, but mm. handsome failure, that's... Very good. You put that in the sidebar if you want. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's where I'm at. So I, in all being well, I'd say give it another two weeks and I hope that the first iteration of the Android app will be up. Can I just sort your eyebrow out? Yeah, please. Because it's distracting me. Oh, no. Nope. You've opened a can of worms there. That's not There's gonna, literally a can of worms That's just not going to settle. <laughs> anyway, Good. Yeah, so that's my first of three things that I wanted to talk about. Do you feel, and <coughs> can I just ask you about the review, do you feel like in some ways it has um, given you a little bit of a kind of boost? I know initially it was a bit of a sort of a kick because you want this stuff to be fed back to you, but in a way do you feel like it's given you some impetus to to do something? Hell yeah, yeah. I mean, for one thing, I want to I wanna show them what I'm capable of doing and what yeah. the the app could be capable of doing yeah um it got me thinking about it a great deal um yeah and you know i you know no no animosity you, no. Know, but you can't help but if you get negative feedback you can't help but just yeah get a little bit of a grouch on for it for a bit but mm. I, I haven't really been you know grouchy for more than a a minute or two about the whole thing but um yeah, yeah yeah and also the the comments from fetchies in when i i posted a, yeah. a screenshot of it mm. um that's just wonderfully reassuring um i also me. wondered how you felt that it was your boy that found found it oh know? he was wetting himself was he? okay <laughs> as long as yeah. he wasn't upset about it good okay Cool. Anyway, talk about other things now. Talk about other things, right? Okay. So, um, some I'll keep these quick. There are nine new Conquer Size badges. So, if you're a Conquer Size player, the number of zones that you've explored within the last 365 days, if you can build those up, there are badges for exploring one, ten, twenty-five, fifty. I think next one's at 75 or 100. Anyway, they go all the way up to 2,000. Okay. <clears throat> there are some people who've explored 1,000 zones within the last 365 days. No one's got to 2,000 yet, so that might be a bit of a challenge for some of them. Um, and it's nice to to collect. It's got me thinking about trying to like vary my runs a little bit to pick up a few more zones. Very nice. And obviously, back to the Lumin COVID-19 again, um, 
with all the race cancellations, if you want to find a quick way to let other fetchies know that a particular race has been cancelled or postponed or you've got to bring your own hazmat suit or whatever, um, if you look for the race notice board on the particular listing for that race mm. and add a little note on there, all the people who are who've got that race in their race portfolio, they'll get a notification that something has oh, been dropped on that race notice board. That's really board. good. Yeah, I added that um, about a month ago, I think. Okay. And I forgot, forgot to mention it at go. the time, but it could be pretty useful. So. I, I met so one of the, the ladies that comes to swim coaching on a Saturday morning. She's one of the swimmers. Um, I met her. She was running. I was walking the dog yesterday and we stopped and had a little chat two meters apart um and she was training for london obviously mm. london is no longer um happening in april but happening in october and she was saying that one of her 20 mile runs which is in milton Keynes, is at the moment still going ahead and they're doing things like um they're saying you know stay in your car until really close to the start you can start any time between x and y so there's no yeah i've seen that i've seen i've read that yeah, so yeah. there's no kind of mass start. Um, when you finish, we won't put a medal over you. We'll give you the medal in its little plastic thing, and you can. And then please just leave. Yeah. <laughs> like don't hang around. Um, and then suggesting that you change at your car and all of those things. So, you know, interesting. I said to her, "Do you really think it will go ahead?" And she said, "Well, I don't know. I'm kind of hopeful that it will." And and, yeah. and that was that. So. I think that's a 20 in Milton Keynes. Yeah, is it called about. the Twin Lakes 20 or something? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. But anyway, I'll, I'll so... i check that in case I've, there are lots of people going now to look for the Twin Lakes 20. Sure. Um, we've got a couple of highlights. I wanted to highlight something which is completely unconnected to the... Oh, sorry, do you want to yeah, say that? Yeah, it is called the Twin Lakes 20. It's on the 22nd of March, 20 miles in Milton Keynes. Lovely. Right. So that's this coming Sunday, isn't it? 22nd, yeah. 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 So I wanted to highlight um, something that's a bit unconnected to the big topic at the moment and it was um, a blog that was um, really useful for a bit of perspective and I'm not going to go into the subject too much but it's Pot Hunter's blog. Um, Pot Hunter had a real kind of personal thing happen to him this week with no connection at all to COVID-19 and um, he's blogged it and I think it's it's really great when people share stuff like this because uh, first of all it does give us a nice healthy dose of perspective um, second of all it makes us realize that there's other stuff still going on um, and that people are, are still having struggles with mental health as well as COVID-19. Yeah I haven't read it what's what happened? So Pot Hunter's daughter went missing and was missing for two and a half hours and um the really great thing was the response on Facebook and the response by the emergency services was absolutely awesome. And she was found um, and is now being looked after um, really, really well by the mental health services. I think in the run up to this, though, there has been a bit of a gap. And that's the thing that I wanted to kind of kind of say, really, because there's lots of people at the moment who are going to be on their own a lot. Mm. And the people that are most vulnerable to that, I think, are going to be the elderly, but I think also people who have existing mental health problems could really find this tough. 
so reach out you know just yeah. just try and reach out if you can I and mean, we've already talked about talking to our neighbors that um, are elderly and um, but also you know my my eldest son who is in London working he's on work from home now he could be on work from home for ages yeah. He could get really lonely. So we've already had a chat, nice long chat on Saturday, and we've said, let's keep talking. Let's just ring each other about any silly old thing that we want to talk about and use FaceTime and use video calls and use whatever to just make sure that we're not going nuts over this thing. Um, so yeah. I just wanted to highlight that, that there is excellent help out there, um, but it needs to reach quite a crisis point sometimes before it anything's done about it we've got a um a facebook group for everybody on our street more or less um we've got a few people who are older um who aren't on facebook um and we've been meaning to go and just knock on their door and just make sure that we we can do a few things for them if they need it yeah um and up where i am with the boy in nottinghamshire um i posted notes through doors with my mobile number on it and posted about 30 through the doors and haven't had a great response yet but I, I just feel that if if you do something rather than not mm. do something mm. then you've, you've put it out there and, and if someone doesn't respond straight away they might come back to that note in a in a week or so and go oh, actually yeah that might be helpful to me exactly. so yeah so I had one nice reply and I also had my uh Nearly had my, my ring finger on my uh, right hand. Sorry, the, the long one. What's the long one called? The middle finger. Love. The middle finger. Yes. I gave my... <laughs> it's not, you know, it's not a very instinctive name, is it? No. That middle finger there. That wasn't a very handsome failure, was it? <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, I technically, I gave my middle finger to a cat. Um, it was waiting on the other side of a letterbox for me. And so I've got claw marks on my fingernails. <laughs> uh, so anyway, so that's what I've been doing. And uh, yeah, let us know whether you've been able to do anything in your local community or whether anybody has reached out to you. Yeah, and the, the other highlight that you wanted to put on was the coronavirus watch thread. Yeah. Um, I would I would say, yeah, read it. Don't read it too often because it's, it's, it can be a little bit scary on there yeah. there is some really useful stuff on there as well um but it's it's somewhere that if you're already feeling anxious about the coronavirus thing yeah yeah maybe just check in every so often yeah but i've been looking at the number of posts and a number of page views on that thread mm. um and it's just shot up um pretty yeah. much as you'd expect and more and more people are just focusing on it a bit more but yeah it'd be Nice when we don't have to focus on it. Definitely. Yeah. Okay. Um, right then, back to the world of dreams. We've got some featured fetchies. And um, first up, um, if you've been, if you're a follower of the podcast, you know we're we're big fans of the fetch treasure hunt. And iShep has done his treasure hunt, but he's done it whilst doing an ultra. So the Green Man Ultra in bristol uh it's uh i think there's a 12 hour cutoff and you run around the outside of the whole city on the green man trail i think it's called um and anybody who does it within 24 hours i think gets some kind of certificate for doing it but you can also get one during the race because the cutoff is only 12 hours so 
Um, it's just I'm a, a bit confused there. There's a 12-hour cutoff, but if you do it within 24 hours, you get a certificate. Just, just generally, you can self-certify to oh, say I that you've, you've done this. And uh, um, there's a, somebody who uh, decides whether to accept your, your attempt. And then you get a certificate and your name goes on a list or something. Um, but you automatically get one if you've done this particular race. So right. sounds pretty cool, actually. Yeah. Anyway, enough of my burbling. Let's listen to Ishep talk us through it. Hello, Fetchies. This is Ishep. I'm at the start line of the Green Man Ultra. This will be my sixth time doing this. 45-mile lap round Bristol. I'm standing here with uh, Mrs. Shep, Barefoot M, who's marshalling today. My plan today is to try and get all 10 of this month's treasure hunt items, which is something I haven't done before. And I'll try and get them all done within the race. So I'll check in with you a bit later. Bye for now. Two hours later. And just like that, I'm uh, nine and a quarter miles in. I've just pulled into checkpoint one. Still feeling good. Quite a way to go yet. Despite all the flooding and the rain that we've had so far, Conditions are remarkably good. It's been very muddy in places and quite slippy, but nowhere near as bad as I thought it was going to be. And actually some of the fields that I've done previously, I'm always got a chewy underfoot rather than soggy, which is nice. So uh, long way to go yet. I've got, uh, I think, probably three of my treasure hunt photos so far, and I've just spotted a hydrant sign as I'm speaking to you. So I'm off to snap that now and uh, crack on to checkpoint two. Speak soon. Two hours later. At the stroke of midday, pretty much, I just happened to have passed Blind Cider coming the other way. Just out for a little jog while we get on with our slightly bigger jog. Got a nice high five off him anyway. Coincidentally, this point, I've got exactly one whole marathon left to go. Just over 19 and a half miles gone. One marathon to go. Let's do it. A little later. Hello Fetchies again. Just past the marathon mark. My watch says 26.3 miles gone and my navigation is saying 20.7 miles to go. Which if you've been paying attention and your mass is good, you will realise that since we last spoke I've had to add on about two miles thanks to a farmer that was a bit sniffy about lots of muddy runners running through his field on a public footpath because the lambing was going on. But uh, not to worry, we're back on track. As I say, a little over 20 miles to go. The good news, by the way, is that I am just ahead of the 10-hour Time Lord, who is what we call the paces in this event. There are Time Lords for 9, 10, 11 and 12 hours, 12 hours being the cutoff. My PB on this course, albeit in the summer, in the opposite direction, and it's nice and dry, it's 10 hours 14. Doing this winter one with all the mud, I think the best I've managed is uh, about five minutes under 11 hours. So at the moment, all being well, if I can stay ahead, this will be a massive PB for me. I'll be chuffed a bit. One hour later. Okay, veggies. Just left checkpoint three. I am in some discomfort now, you could say. Stood around for a bit chatting and recharging my watch and recharging my water bottles etc and my legs have stiffened up so it's rotten I've got just over 10 miles to the next checkpoint which is the final one and from there 
it's a mere two park runs to the finish by which time it should be getting dark I imagine the 10 hour time lord caught me up in the checkpoint and set off again she wasn't happy at the uh, diversion we had to do so she wasn't hanging around I should have mentioned that earlier by the way for the first time I believe in the race's history 10 hour time lord is actually a time lady which is fitting on International Women's Day and the 11 hour time lord just came into the checkpoint just before I left so let's hope I can stay ahead of him if I can finish before 10.55 uh, I'll still be over the moon because that will still be a PB on the winter course and I didn't expect to get anywhere near that just wanting to get round is the main thing within the 12 hour cutoff. so let's hope the legs free up a bit and I can uh, start getting some speed back on and uh, let's also hope that somebody's picked up the gloves I've just dropped in the checkpoint. Okay, bye for now. Three hours later. Can you move it along? I'm all out of time cards. Well, this is it, Fetchies. I've just left checkpoint four, the final checkpoint. 6.5 miles to go to the finish line. The sun is just approaching the horizon probably be down by the time I get there. Thoughts of a PB are fading. I need to get there in sort of an hour and 20. An hour and 20 to do six and a half miles normally wouldn't be a problem, but I'm barely moving at the moment. It is tough going. These are gonna be a long, well, I know from experience, these are a long six and a half miles. There's hills and more to the point, there's achy legs. But, home straight, can't give in now. Almost there, yada, yada, yada. See you at the finish line. One eternity later. Well then, Fetchies, I am in the grounds of Ashton Court Mansion. Just passing the mansion house itself, which means I've got the last 600 yards to go. I've just got to traverse a field and back into the school field where we started at eight o'clock this morning. Time now is 7.15pm. Since we last spoke, I talked of the tall order of uh, the potential for a PB. And long story short, I went for it. And uh, I fairly impressed myself with how much speed I managed to find for a while. However, I knew I had a long, long uphill to get up to the downs in Bristol from the uh, sort of sea mills direction. I had to get up there before I could even think of running again. Once I got up there, God, there was an icy wind and uh, pretty much blew the wheels off trying to go for that PB. I was in quite a lot of pain trying to get up the further hill after the downs up to Clifton Observatory before dropping down again, which was almost as painful, probably as painful. Uh, so that I could cross the Clifton Suspension Bridge and cut across into the grounds of Ashton Court. Okay, finish line in sight. Having done the last couple of miles very, very slowly, very painful, noisy walk. Passes by, must have been wondering why I was grunting and growling so much. I'm gonna see if I can manage a little run. best be described as a shuffle at the moment and I'm just heading for the last gap in the uh, school field fence and that is the last one 50 meters tops let's see if I 
legs are on their last legs. If that's even a thing. See you, fella. Right. I can see the avenue of flags. That's three other runners just ahead of me. I don't think I'm going to be passing them. They're going for it. I'm going for it. Those three are hand in hand. What a sight to behold. Oh, I think I've got both feet off the ground at the same time. Just about. Here we go. Cheering already, not quite there yet. Last 10 metres. And over the line. Oh, there we go. There we go. And there's Barefoot M waiting for me. Say well hello, Fetchies. Hello, Fetchies. There we go. Yeah, having my chip off me. Can I touch you? Yes, indeed. Yes, you want some illumination? I care about you enough. There we go. Yeah, taking off my very muddy chip out from my ankle. Total time 11.22. Total distance 46.8 miles. Oh, 62. That's thank you very much. Cheers. I now have a nice big medal. Thanks, Reggie's. See you later. That was brilliant. Thank you, Ishep. I uh, really enjoyed that. The, the first surprise was uh, hearing your lovely accent. Um, and then um, your uh, SpongeBob transitions when you go yes. a few moments later. Uh, I've, I've listened to a lot of that on my, my son's YouTube videos. So uh, that was nice and um, just well done, really. And, and and one more thing for me is that it was a real privilege. Like you've, you've run all that way. And even in the last 10 seconds, you you had us with you and so we, yeah. we shared that moment and it must be quite emotional finishing a, something that's as arduous as that so oh, to so. be thinking of of us lot is it was just fabulous so thank you very much and well done yeah i thought it was really great i love the idea of time lords being uh, involved yeah um and the medal looks awesome as well we had a look on at that on the website um, so really well done. I thought the the sound of your voice as you started to struggle as well, it was sort of, it really was evocative of that feeling that you have. I mean, I've never run further than a marathon, but I know that sort of, everything feels tired, even your voice feels tired. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking is an effort. Brain, so, all of it. Yeah, yeah, well done. Yeah, and I know at the start I, I mentioned the, the treasure hunt and... Um, uh, in the, the covering email that Ishep sent, he said, I kind of forgot a little bit about recording stuff to do mm. with the treasure hunt, but he, he did actually record all the items. Yes. Um, but totally understandable that your your focus changed from uh, silly games to just, you know, surviving. So well but done. The, but his blog is great with his um, treasure yeah. hunt um, um, items in it and his photos. So go and have a look at his blog as well. Yeah, go and leave him a comment as well for all of his efforts. Thank you, Ishep. Awesome work. Um, and we've now got a piece from Sarah Wu. We had a, a small but perfect uh, fetchy meetup um, on Saturday. 
and Sarah Wu has recorded a couple of pieces for us from that and from Bedford Parkrun and from Fancy which is one of our favourite cake places in Bedford. Morning Fetches, this is Sarah Wu. Here we are at Bedford Park Run, waiting for the start with Katie B. Hello. Helen. I'm here. Hell's Bells. Hello. And I'm here. My husband. <laughs> you are just to Are you going to say hello as well, hello. Malvin Pete? Oh, yeah. God. Honestly. So, <laughs> Malvin Pete. What a Malvin Pete, yeah. I did Very, spot a hod earlier as well. Yes, he yes, is here somewhere. I have seen him. So we'll soon be starting and I'll come back to you later. Bye. Hi Fetches, we've finished Parkrun and we're now in Fancy, you might be able to tell that by the noise level. We've been joined by Silver Shadow and Wine Legs Night and Nightjar and we're sitting eating cake, except for Nightjar and Malvin Pete who is eating toast and marmite. Hell's Bells, Katie and I did some run walking. Katie didn't finish the park run, she just, because her back was aching a little bit, but we finished and had a lovely run walk and a chat as we were doing it. Malv and Pete got a PB, 29.06, so now he's beating himself up that he should have pushed himself harder to get sub-29, but a PB is a PB, as far as I'm concerned. The cake in Fancy is fabulous. The tea's pretty good as well, and of course the company is excellent. It's lovely to visit Bedford Park Run and the lovely Bedford Fetches. Which cake did you have, Sarah? I had the chocolate and walnut with amaretto. Lovely. I had chocolate, Ooh, vegan almonds, wine legs. Please got a mouthful. <laughs> okay, silver shadow. What are you having? I've, I've got a sun-dried tomato scone with the tomato and chilli chutney. Ooh, it's different. What about you, Helen? I forgot what you had. Um, well, I had some coffee and walnut cake, but it seems to unaccountably disappear. Mm, can't imagine. Where? Well, yes. And, and Gem, uh, wine legs has got... <laughs> <laughs> wine legs. Has got a second cake as well, because she hasn't had any breakfast, which sounds good enough to me. And Nightjar is being... Um, Saintly, abstemious, that's the word, and not eating anything at all. Anyway, we've had a lovely time and we'll see you again soon, Fetchies. Bye! Thank you so much, Sarah Wu, for recording those uh, pieces and uh, sending them to us. It was really lovely to see you and uh, Malvern, Pete, um, and Hell's Bells, and obviously the usual fancy lot, Nightjar, Silver Shadow, and Wine Legs. Um, we had a lovely coffee and chat. We did namastes at each other um, and not the usual sort of fetch hug fest that would normally accompany these things. Um, and Hod was around uh, with his partner. I don't know if she has a fetch name or not, but I've met her at the Boston Marathon cheer point. So I've met her before. Oh, they yeah. came to Bedford Park Run, but they didn't come to Fancy. So they were around um, and we had a lovely chatty run and then a lovely chatty coffee and cake. So, yeah, thank you very much for that. It was lovely. Yeah, a shame I missed it, but, um, yeah, hopefully there'll be another time. Of course there will. Yeah. So what are you up to this week? Well, I'm going to run whilst I'm still allowed to to do that. Um, Yeah. And uh, if I can't run without a dog, then I'll be running with the dog. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, just trying to, to get out there as much as possible and 
now that I'm uh, got another shot at the marathon training, I've got more like six months to build up to it, so I can, you know, get a good base in now for the next month or two, um, and see what happens. So, yeah, three runs, four runs, who knows? A swim? Oh no, hang on, we don't know, do we? About Wednesday? We don't know. No, we're we're just trying to work out our travel plans for yeah. that. Um, yeah. Maybe Isle of Wight. Um, maybe a swim in the sea. Or maybe not. Yeah. Yeah. And what about you? Yeah, so travel depending. Um, maybe one or maybe two more swims this week. Uh, I'd love to do three run walks again and build up the amount of time I'm running for. I'm up to about five minutes yeah. in a go. Um, and, um, yeah, that would be awesome to just keep on improving whilst managing not to go backwards, really, or you know keep progressing with the back. So... Who knows what's going to happen work-wise? It could mm, be or anything wise. It could be that people start to cancel or become ill or whatever. So I shall make myself useful in whatever way I can. Yeah. Um, and we're both technically self-employed, so interesting times ahead potentially. Very interesting um, times ahead. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so if you're in a difficult situation out there, Fetchies, then um, we can empathise with that. Yeah. And. Good luck with everything, and we'll um, we'll be reporting back from the bunker this time next week with any luck. Yes. So do please send your audio contributions to us at podcast at fetcheveryone.com. Subscribe to the podcast. Visit fetcheveryone.com forward slash podcast with your comments and questions, and we'll see you next time. Bye. May the force be with you.